Hello everyone, my name is Tom and welcome to Pop's Devotions. We're on day 11 of our 15 days of devotions in Jonah. Before we get started, why don't you hit pause and open your Bible or app to Jonah chapter 3. Pray and ask God to help you hear what he has to say to you today and read all of Jonah chapter 3. Why don't you hit pause now and do that and I will be here when you get back. Welcome back. Let's get started. Today we are focusing on Jonah chapter 3 verses 1 to 5. Here are some things to consider. Yesterday when we left Jonah, he had been vomited out of his rescue fish. Today we pick up reading how God gave Jonah a renewed call to do what he asked him to do before. Notice how God didn't rub it in. Now Jonah... Are you ready to do what I've already asked you to do? God gave Jonah a second chance. And he didn't even make Jonah feel bad. God is good like that. Jonah arrived in Nineveh, a very large city, which took three days to go through it. Verse 3. What does that mean? While scholars have spent a lot of time discussing how one might measure a city in days, especially when it's possible to have walked around ancient Nineveh in a few hours, I think the author might have been using a bit of exaggeration to convey how big the city was. Like, if I was to say, I went to New York and the buildings were so tall, they were a danger to passing space stations. You wouldn't think the ISS might accidentally run into the spire of Freedom Tower if they weren't careful. You would understand that the buildings were very tall. Nineveh, the writer was saying, was a very significant ancient city. Imagine being Jonah and having to preach against this giant city, by ancient standards, and it is full of people who hate you. Remember how evil those people were? If you can't remember, go back and take a quick look at day two. It would be like going to preach God's judgment to a terrorist training camp full of thousands of angry terrorists, they would literally be terrifying. Jonah did it anyway. Well, at least he did the bare minimum. He said, 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. It's an eight word sermon, five words in the original Hebrew. Technically, he did what God asked of him, but it wasn't much. He didn't tell the Ninevites what they had done wrong, what they should do to escape the overthrowing, or who would overthrow them. Still, Jonah's grudging sermon turned out to be some of the most powerful preaching in history. We're told that the Ninevites believed God and a fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. That's verse 5. Notice that they didn't believe Jonah, they believed God. Jonah may have done the laziest preaching in history, but as soon as they heard God's word from his mouth, they were overthrown. 
not by fire and brimstone falling from heaven to destroy their city, but by the need to repent to God for their evil. Notice also how quick they were to respond. They didn't need a second call from God. They heard and immediately obeyed. Once again, the pagans showed up the prophet. When Jonah spoke, the Ninevites heard God. When you listen to preaching, do you expect to hear and obey God? It's easy to feel like Bible talks are going to be the dull part of church or youth group. But God can speak powerfully when people preach his words, even when they do a poor job like Jonah. Just as God speaks through the Bible, as people preach from the Bible, they preach the word of God. That's powerful. God can overturn your entire life if you're expecting to hear from him. If God speaks through preaching, then not only can he change your life, he can change the life of your friends and family, even your enemies. The Ninevites seemed like the most wicked people on the face of the earth, and yet the power of God's word was able to break through and turn them from evil to repentance. God can change even the most hardened people. Are you prepared to share God's word with them? You don't need to preach as badly as Jonah, but perhaps you can share with them the good news of God who has lived with us as one of us, who defeated sin and death and now calls us to repentance and to follow him. It can feel like a foolish message, but it is also the word of God that saves us from judgment, changes lives and overthrows rebellious hearts. Here's something to reflect on. What's your attitude to God's word? Are you expectant of its power in your life and the life of others? Here's something you could do. Who needs to hear God's word in your life? Don't be afraid to speak confidently of what God has done for all of us in his son, Jesus. And now a prayer to pray. God who speaks, thank you that I have been changed by your word. Forgive me that I often underestimate its power. May I see you work powerfully to bring me and those around me to continued repentance and to trust in you through your word. Well, that's all for Pop's Devotions today. I will see you tomorrow for the next part of Jonah. If you think this has been helpful, feel free to recommend it to your friends. They can sign up for our daily emails and start from day one at tomfrench.com.au devotions. Be sure to give Pops Devotions a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps people to find these devotions as we get going. That's it from me. I will see you tomorrow for more Pops Devotions.